Hey, nerds! It's Geeks of Cascadia. Geeks of Cascadia. Geeks of Cascadia. Exclusive tabletop game podcast for the uh, Pacific Northwest. All levels of gamers. Analog gaming. Tabletop news. Dungeons and Dragons. Stupid, mindless, bad. There will definitely be some bet. That's probably our best. That, that's, that's, our, that's our best feature. Hey, geeks. Blue Samurai here, and I am with... Rebeculous, and I am with... I am still Paul. That guy. And you are listening to Geeks of Cascadia, episode 74. Yay. Really? Is that all it is? Oh, my and, stars. Uh, oh, by the way... The last podcast of ours was about six months ago. We apologize. Sorry about that. There's Things been happen. COVID and stuff. So. Yeah. yeah, we, we but, talked about large gatherings of people, and there have yeah. been. Well, you know, that's where we get most of our content is at cons. When there's no cons, we tend not to get content. Exactly. Um, though other podcasts seem to do fine and well, and ours, not so much. So, oh, well. <laughs> Things happen, uh, but we got a great show for you today because we've got Amy Gambala with um, Dragonflight, and so she will be talking about what's going to happen at Dragonflight. If I'm going to knock on wood, if it still <laughs> is going to happen, because yeah, small disclaimer: we recorded this this interview but prior to the Delta variant. Yes, uh, it's, it's know, Lambda Delta. now, isn't it? Isn't it the Lambda <laughs> now? I don't know. We're still in Delta. Okay. And, Why, um, what are you, frat house? What are you doing? Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? This is an Illuminati Delta thing. Wow, you're not really supposed to talk about it. Like oh, that's that. right. Well, I They're going to kick you we'll out now. This portion of the podcast where I talk about where I'm part of the Illuminati. So, so I'm looking right now. <laughs> I'm looking right now at the dragonflight.org. That's, by the way, that's where you get your um, information about Dragonflight um, and seeing if they've changed. Uh, but it looks like it has not, so it's still on. Cool, cool. So far. Through uh, October 29th through the 31st at the Bellevue Hilton. Make sure to go to dragonflight.org to get your tickets and register. Um, and go to the Bellevue Hilton, and you can get a special uh, discount for uh, booking your hotel there. So it's uh, What, like 50%? Like a 50% discount? Like that? You know, that I know. special? I, you know, I don't know. I'm going to click on there right now. Oh, and by the way, while I'm doing that, Paul or Rebecca, can you tell everyone how you get a hold of us? Oh, you can that, go to our um. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, which podcast is this? I have no idea. Paul, uh, Paul, yeah, and his home number is Geeks of Cascadia at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter, which we almost never use. I'm sorry because of the pandemic, which is at Geeks of Cascadia. We have a Facebook group page thing which is geeks of cascadia we have a phone number that i think google turned off instagram <laughs> tiktok we have a tiktok video you know, that paul we makes weekly TikTok. you should do a tiktok <laughs> Rebecca. i could do it i could do a tiktok do the tiktok yeah i could i will so uh, i did find the site it looks like uh hotel rooms are still available so we've got um ranging from 129 dollars to 139 dollars and if you oh. mention Blue Samurai, you get nothing off. Maybe yeah. a free ah, cup of coffee. Maybe a laugh we, in the face. But Geeks of Cascadia will be there. We'll be yes. there. Oh, we'll so be there. Um, mm -hmm. Depending on things. 
the yes. Delta variant. Did you get your room, Rebeculus? I got my room. I am in the process of breaking it to my wife that I will be getting a room. That takes yeah. a little bit of time. <laughs> I know. So, yes, well, my answer well, is I'm, yes. I'm my going, long answer is yes. I'm going to text her right now. Uh, she's well, cleaning the house. Don't so. wait too long what? on the room. Otherwise, you will you will not have a room to stay in. I will sleep on Paul's floor. Uh, I yeah. Sure. Am I? Yeah, there you go. That's true. There's and and that's an option for everybody. You can just sleep on still sleep Paul's floor. Yeah. My, my floor. yeah. Because my boys aren't coming. There'll be an extra and a um None of them? couch that pulls that pulls out. None of them? They're busy. That's They're better. Busy. They're doing military stuff. Yeah. Secret mission yeah. stuff. Mm. I like your boys. Yeah. I like them better I than I like you. They're great. They're awesome. Thank you. Yeah. You're yeah. awesome. Absolutely. But you know, you know, while this was going on, while we've been away, there's still been game news and con news. Absolutely. Uh, but I, but not much con news. Paul, you probably don't have any con news. You know, there's, uh, I have a little bit of con news. Oh, He's go got, ahead. I put a bunch of work into trying to find things that were actually happening. Um, and there's going to be a Grit City comic show. I just Tacoma. like the way that sounds. Grit yeah. City. It's October 9th. It's one day in Tacoma at the convention center. It's like five bucks in advance, 10 bucks at the door. And as you might imagine, it's a comic show. So there's comics, not stand-up comics, but comic books. I was actually wondering that. Um, is that like all comics, like stuff, or is it just kind of, I mean, would that be like kind of retro stuff? Any sort too? of comic kind of book thing. I was anything. confusing at the beginning. It's not like Andrew Dice Clay, Hickory Dickory no. Doc. I've, um, <laughs> I'd pay the ten dollars just just for that. For, I'd this is comic books. Okay, and it's from ten a.m. to five p.m. in Tacoma at the convention center, October 9th. Is Tacoma referred to as Grit City? Is that a nickname that I am? Is it because it's there's a lot of grit down there? I, I, it yeah. seems nice to me. They have lots of Seven Elevens. I mean, of- we have grit here, so I don't. Anyway, that's another topic. This will be on the screen if you're watching. I'm gritcitycomicshow.com. And that is part of actually Jet City Comic Show. So that's happening. And also the other thing that I found in Idaho, (laughs) the actual Idaho, not my own Idaho. There's a gun show. There's something in Idaho. Mr. <laughs> uh, it's um, the Lake City Comic Con. Another Comic Con's happening in Idaho, October 16th. Um, general admission is um, 10.30 to 5 p.m. I don't know what the price is. It's in Coeur d'Alene. At, um, is that the capital? That's the capital, right? No. No, it's not? Oh, Boise. Boise. Okay. I didn't do so well in that school. Was, see, I was in born the geography in the, in the Princess Theater in Pocatello, Idaho. Wow. Oh, wait. No, that was my wife. My first wife. Wow. No, that was Judy Garland. I'm confused now. And that's the con news. <laughs> that's the con news. Oh. Is that really the con news? That's really all, all that's going oh. on. We have wow. a, coming up in January, we have OrcaCon. Oh, okay. That is happening in 152 days, 18 hours, 37 minutes, and 23 seconds. And this year there will be a live orca, right? Like you promised last year. Oh, well, it's like we you slice them off when you want to eat. Yeah. Orca, orca burgers. Yes, orca burgers. There's going to be orca food truck. 
Cool. All the food's going to be Orca. No. Cool. Um, oh. We don't eat Orca. It's January 7th through 9th um, at the Hilton Bellevue. Surprise, because that's where uh, things happen. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun, you guys. If you haven't been in OrcaCon, oh, yes. you got to go. There's games, go. there's food trucks. Hopefully, everything stays cool and things get better. Um, but yeah. Please be vaccinated. Yes. For God's sakes. Stop ruining it for the rest of us. Yes. Right? I see that. Come on. So, OrcaCon was oh. the very first con I ever went to. It was, it was the very first con, con I ever went to. Yeah. It was a good experience. I'm I'm less intimidated after going to well, OrcaCon and everyone's yeah. so freaking friendly and nice and welcoming. Exactly. And of course, yeah. we will be there as well. We will oh, be there. Oh, who's this behind me? Oh, Ooh, look, it's Blue yeah. Samurai. Yeah. Uh, now you know why I'm not so smart anymore. Um, mine was flayed. So, uh, Rebeculous, yes, you sir. Game Mr. News. Samurai. I do. I do. Hang on. What are you drinking there, Rebeculous? Uh, we have ourselves a Sam Smith oatmeal chocolate stout. That's very nice. I'm drinking it's... a Firestone Walker Union Jack. Oh, that's very nice also. And I'm drinking water. Woo! Oh. Hey. I don't know. It's an opaque container. Are you drinking water? <laughs> are you? All right. So I have been watching a lot of Vikings things. We're watching the show Vikings. We watched The Last Empire. I've been into this, and I'm really getting into this. So that's what I made the theme Oh. My gaming news today, which was not hard because there's a lot of Vikings games out there. Um, and there's a lot of RPGs. And so I tried to um, do the non-RPG games because I, I just think they're more fun. I like cards and board games and stuff. Uh, so I have chosen these games. First one is called Raid. It is a simple card game. Uh, these are all on Kickstarter. Um, this one's actually already funded, but it looks it looks really nice and concise. It's called Raid. It's a card game <clears throat> where you build longboats with Viking warrior cards. You attack and destroy enemy longboats, and you deal raid damage to their village. Uh, it's quick to learn, about 20 minutes to play, two to four players, 14 and up. That is right up my lane. That's exactly that the kind of games I love to play. Yes. Um, basically, you take control of a Norse god. Uh, you have a few to choose from, and you draft and draw warriors. Um, to your clan, the goal is to, uh, like I said, destroy the other players' longboats, raid the other players' villages, um, and the player with the least amount of raid damage at the end of the game wins. And it's is very it cute. raid like the stuff you spray at bugs? Well, it's spelled well, the same. And maybe you could probably use the card deck and kill bugs that way also. Okay. So, yes, and not the same smelly smell as the raid killer. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so that is, let's see, who did that? That raid is um, created by, uh, oh, it's out of LA, and it is created by who? Who? Who created you, raid? Modern games. People. Modern games. Modern games created it. Anyway, that looks nifty to me. Um, and this next one looked also really cute. It's called Langskip. And it is also a uh, 20 to 30 minute game, ages eight plus and two to four players uh it is your lang skip lang skip lang skip okay. lang skip uh and that is brought to us by crab studios um and uh it is um from uh Brit britain british britain the british people created lang skip it is a two to four player bluffing game you can oh. 
Yes, on your turn, you use the power of the gods to guide you through the four realms quicker than your opponents by playing one of the two cards in your hand face down. Still, the other players must choose whether to believe that you played the card you said or accuse you of mischief and reveal that card for everyone to see. If your accusation is successful, you gain a mischief token. If you lie successfully without being accused, you gain a mischief token. Mischief tokens, you guessed it, are used to make Loki and his children stronger giving okay. you an even better chance of arriving at Asgard first. And by the way, if y'all haven't watched Loki yet, you need to watch it because it's great. <laughs> um, so that's it. Uh, will you be mischievous or will you keep everyone on the worthy path and reap the benefits of their ill deeds? Uh, that is also um, pretty much fully backed. Why? Because it looks really cool and people can tell a cool game when they see it. Um, so yeah, Lang Skip. Number cool. three, this was my favorite one, perhaps just because of the name. And the cool artwork, which hopefully is showing right now, it's called All Thingy, like All Thing, with an eye at the end, All Thingy. And I just, I just absolutely love it. Uh, All Thingy is brought to us by Joshua Gillingham, and it is more than pledged, but you know, you pledge a little more and you get extra kind of cool stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So freedom is dearer to you than silver. So you have escaped the tyranny of Harold Feinherr in Norway by sailing your longship to Iceland. You know in your heart that the gods will grant you good fortune with your own copy of All Thingy. And uh, let's see here. It's, uh, you're the Icelandic, basically the, it takes place in 931 AD in Iceland. The Icelandic chieftains that hold power in each district meet every year at the Thingveller which is the assembly field. I thought they made these words up, but these are actual words. <laughs> I know, the thing, all thingy. Yeah, the that's thing that's, that's, that's probably where thing. we got the word thing from, is these guys. But um, yes, a thingveller is the assembly field for the all thingy. Let's go to the thingveller and have the all thingy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, each player takes the role of a powerful Icelandic chieftain and aims to gain the greatest influence at the all thingy through bribery, extortion, and if needed, bloodshed because there oh. always is oh, yes yeah. so sure. again another nice little uh, concise card game cards only super portable i love it uh just a couple more um again super cute uh card game plus no just cards in this one too another portable little game called days to ragnarok and that is from james fenwick it is a game of fragile alliances and utter tomfoolery and uh, hopefully Polly will have this um, uh, visual up here because it's a cute little thing. It's cute little illustrations with cute little Vikings with stick legs. And uh, they compete for loot as Ragnarok, Ragnarok approaches. It is a card game for three to six players. Ragnarok's a party. Ragnarok is a party, which, which segues into my last one. <clears throat> Ragnarok and roll. No, no, I'm sorry. Well, yes, it's Ragnarok star. All one word, Ragnarok star. Still, wow. Paul, you will love this. I'm sure. Earn your, <laughs> earn your place in Valhalla as the greatest rock band of all time. This is from, uh, uh, who, I can't see it right offhand, but Odin has promised Valhalla to the rock band that gives the greatest concert of all time. Four Viking bands are ready for the challenge, but they have no fans. Your mission is clear. Book the hottest venues and battle your competition to gain fans and fame so that you may be called the greatest Ragnarok star. Wow. All right, hold on. Let me just make sure uh, who, uh, who, Pert, Pert and Fracas. Pert and Fracas. Hey. 
created that game. Um, and they still need a little bit of money and uh, you still have a little bit of time. So okay. give them money because it looks really, really fun. Actually, I think I'm probably going to probably going to put some money in for this and get this game. You know who um, and doesn't that's, need money? Um, uh, uh, Blue Samurai? Uh, uh, I'm guessing he needs money. Um, oh. The creators of Avatar Legends, the role-playing game, currently on Kickstarter, they are at $3.5 million of their $50,000 goal. Million? Are you serial? $3.5 million. Yes. How Avatar, does that happen? Avatar The Last Airbender is a very popular anime series. Wow. It's really good. Um, we have a, a, a very close friend who loves it named Asha. Um, and it's, it's, they got 25 days to go and it looks since, good. Since I they got like is, 3 million, are they, is it like solid gold playing pieces and I such? Know or, I mean, goals. my gosh. There's dice and stuff. I think everything's a little bit overpriced for the levels but um hey you know what they're they're making their money and i'm sure it's great cool one more time what's it called uh avatar legends the role-playing game it's not avatar the dumb blue people from the dumb movie with the unobtainium or raritanium one of those wretched clank one of those oh you're gonna get some hate mail for that one (laughs) there's the dumb james cameron movie still paul is against blue people by the way or any people people. Um, but, uh, oh, so. blue samurai! How how? Why do we keep? <laughs> why do we keep doing these podcasts with our racist racist friend? Oh, no. <laughs> um, and by the way, you you did miss another Kickstarter. It's a Kickstarter that Geeks of Cascadia is going to do. Um, and you just <laughs> pledge, and uh, we will come to your house and teach you how to do a podcast. Oh <laughs> hell yeah! Because we're so successful. A funny um, podcast. So. Uh, just to let you know, in mainstream tabletop game news, I just want to briefly hit real quick because it's going to happen next month. Uh, we got the first of three books coming out by Wizards of the Coast, the, the Dungeons and Dragons line, uh, the Witch Beyond the uh, the sorry the Wild Beyond the Witchlight, which comes out September twenty first. Make sure, please, go to your game store and pick up uh, the cover, the alt cover. Yeah, yes, go to game, game store. store. So. They've been hurting. A oh my lot. gosh. Uh, during COVID. Some have been been doing really well, but we happen to know our group of uh, some folks that were not doing so well. So please go pick up that book from them. They would really appreciate it. Uh, So that's September 21st. And it doesn't matter if you can find it online for cheaper. Go to the game store. Yes. And you can get an alt cover, which you cannot get online. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the Wild Beyond Witchlight is an adventure set in the Feywild. So that should be very interesting. In fact, uh, I DM'd uh, my crew. Uh, they went to the Feywild. You might remember you did. Uh, they you did. ran into a um, unicorn that was really into fitness. And then um, you've got uh, <laughs> Trixhaven and Curriculum of Chaos. That is a Magic the Gathering setting, but it will be in uh, Dungeons and Dragons campaign book. Think uh, Harry Potter, but uh, dangerous. More dangerous and um, oh, okay. Less cute. I don't know. I haven't. I, I'm not familiar. Now with you're that. gonna get the hate mail from the Harry I, Potter. Just, I know. Stop we're gonna get alienating everybody, you guys. So much emails. Um, and then uh, Fizzband's Treasury of Dragons. Uh, I am looking very forward to that one. So check that out. That's October the 19th. Fizzband's Treasury of Dragons come out um, October the 19th. Again, get that from your bookstore. Get the alt cover. Strict Saving, a curriculum of chaos that comes out November sixteenth. 
get that at your bookstore. Um, so really, that's all we got for game news. Uh, if you want to we, tell me uh, I'm wrong for hating James Cameron's Avatar, go ahead and email me at um, geeksofcascadia at gmail.com and say still Paul is a jerk who, and he hates James Cameron and Avatar. And or you the, could just um, present bar. your case for Avatar and if we sure, agree you with you, you that, that, um, then you will replace still Paul <laughs> on our podcast. Yes, that'd be great. All right, so with that, uh, shall we listen to what Amy has to say? Yes, but once again, let's just clarify that we did this interview before the Delta variant and oh, yes. stuff about um, the things that are happening at Dragonflight and what maybe they're is, not is, happening that way now. What is it, Paul? Like this? How, is, how did it go? Like this. Okay, I don't know. I'm not a member the of Delta. The Delta. I, I, know, I know people. Are you sure it's who, not an A for Amy? Look, it's an A, for, an a Amy. for Amy. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Anyway, yeah, so we're sinking. We're sinking. Vaccination. <laughs> Let's right. talk to Amy from Dragonflight. This segment of yep. the podcast is sponsored by Dragonflight, a tabletop games convention dedicated to promoting the educational and social benefits of gaming in the Pacific Northwest. Sign up now for the August 24th through 26th convention at the Bellevue Hilton at dragonflight.org. Now back to our show. Hey, geeks! Blue Samurai here, <clears throat> and I'm with. I'm still Paul. Yes, and guess what? It's we're interviewing our very special guest, Amy. You have been with us uh, multiple times. In the very <laughs> yeah. beginning. Uh, I appreciate that. You uh, you still haven't uh, shoot us away or no. denied us an interview or anything. So thank you very much. <laughs> sure. Uh, of course, Amy is with uh, Dragonflight Convention. Uh-huh. And I, I just got to, this is kind of funny. We talked about this before we started, but last year you came on our show to talk about the big um, Dragonfly convention. And unfortunately, I guess there was um, some thing that was going on. Yeah. And, and we Something. had to cancel that. <laughs> yeah. you know? And of course we had to cancel OrcaCon too. So, and yep. I yep. think pretty much every convention around the world had to cancel their yeah, it was it was a pretty bare year, that's for sure. But yeah, you're back. We are yes. back. We are back. And we're excited. And people seem to be excited. So excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um we are back, but we're back in October instead of yes. August this year. And this is a one time uh it's a one time deal. Okay. Um and it just worked out. You know, trying to figure out timing with giving people time to get vaccines and um, the hotel was able to offer us a little bit of a deal on moving if we moved to October. Um, Mm -hmm. And that gave us more time to prep. We were kind of coming up on a point where it was going to get real sticky. So we made the move. And just to let our viewers and listeners know, it's a Dragonflight convention. This year will be at October 29th through the 31st at the Mm -hmm. Bellevue Hilton. Uh, You can go online right now at dragonflight.org and register. as Yes, you can. And I just want you to know, Amy, that I got my room. (gasps) You're so good. I got my room. (laughs) I love it. Because I'm one of the folks that makes you feel better when you look at your room count going, oh, thank God. 
Oh, yeah. people buying rooms. Yeah, that's actually the other, that was one of the concerns we had. And we're about, um, I think the last time I checked, we're about halfway to our, our necessary room count. So we're doing well. And, and just um, to kind of push it with uh, those out there who are listening in because they want to know what's going on with uh, Dragonfly this year yeah. is get your rooms early, man, because mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know how many times I've ran into people and it's happened to me where it's like, ah, you know what? I'll, I'll just do it. I'll do it 30 days before. Um, <laughs> and the next thing you know, you know, yeah. all the rooms are sold If I'm off. lucky, the block will be full. Um, right. There is, there is another event happening in the hotel that weekend that's, uh, that's taken a couple of the spaces that we normally use. So they may also be taking up rooms. I mean, it's not a huge event, but you know. Right. But I have found that if you go into the men's room, and just hang out one of the stalls and um, nobody checks on you. So really, that's how I, I was able to get through. Thank one you. Now I'm going to have to send volunteers into the bathroom. <laughs> 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 Thanks a lot. That's great. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Uh, so uh, just tell us, um, you know, maybe, well, just so we just get that out of the way is like uh, <laughs> registration costs and, um, um registration is we're obviously we're back at tabletop.events they survived mm -hmm. thank goodness we're very happy about that um it's uh 55 for the three-day badge um and there's also day options available um if you just want to come one day that's totally fine mm -hmm. uh kids uh 12 and under are again free with a paying adult um let's see uh, I think room nights at the Hilton, I think it's, I'm going to say it's 129 for a double queen. I, you know what? I got, I got your back because I just pulled it up on my computer here. So mm -hmm. uh, we got uh, two queen beds uh, yep. for $129 a night, one king bed, same price. And then uh, this is confusing because I didn't know this the last time, but uh, it's called two queen beds, high floor, or one king bed, high floor. One yeah, it's high floor. Better it, view. Yeah, better, better oh, view. downtown Bellevue and 405. Right. <laughs> it's also it's also gets you in the secure um, uh, that floor where you need a card to get in. Other places you don't need the card to get on that. Is that for the higher floors? No, the high floor, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't ever pay attention. <laughs> By the time I go to my room, I'm tired. So whatever. Um, yeah. So uh, and we opened up game submissions oh, event submissions good. uh that opened on monday and they've been coming in people are putting stuff in the system people are ready to go great um so that's good uh game signups will open probably last weekend in august first of september um, we need time to get actual games in the system before we have people sign up for games. <laughs> so that gives us a little bit of time to kind of get that moving. Um, it also gives us a little bit of time to figure out, we've had a lot of questions about whether we're going to limit attendance or, you know, were we going to do anything like that? Um, so far the plan is not to do that, okay. but we don't really have a grasp at this moment on what our attendance is going to look like. Um, I think the last time I checked uh, badge sales a couple days ago, we were at around 220. Um, now there are, on top of that, there's about 80 more pre-regs from last year that haven't transferred their badges yet. So 
with those, we could be looking at almost 300 already registered, which is above where we would be at the same point in time mm -hmm. uh, at previous cons. <clears throat> so it's hard to say. I, I mean, I don't know. We're just kind of watching it day by day and seeing where we end up. Um, like I said, we do have two spaces that we're not going to have this year that we normally have. Uh, two of the rooms down the hall behind oh. the bar okay. are being used for a different event. We have the third one, but not those other two. And those are normally used for um, RPGs. Yeah. Tournaments. Yeah. Do you, do, you, but, do you see the Adventures League coming back around for? Uh... Uh, we don't. We don't know if it's going to be official Adventures League or if it's just going to be organized D and D. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, my understanding, and I don't, my RPG person is the one mm -hmm. who kind of deals with that and tells me who's going to come. Right. Uh, but my understanding is that there have been some issues with the way Adventures League has been running or getting it up. I, I don't know exactly what's going on. Um, it just sounds to me there's been some complications or some issues. So I don't know if it's going to be official Adventures League or if it, like I said, it's just going to be D and D schedule. Right. And, and Amy, the, what what is the COVID policy for for this con? Anyway? Um. Well, our COVID policy is basically you have two options. Um, if and this is all based. We based our COVID policy on the guidelines that were published to that were sent out uh, to the hotels and stuff for large mm -hmm. groups by the state. So we basically just used the majority of their policy, which is if you are vaccinated, you're good to go, but you do need mm -hmm. to come when you check in to get your badge, you have to provide proof of vaccination. So you I just need it. to show us your vaccine card. You can show us a picture of your vaccine card. You can show us a photocopy of your vaccine card. Um, you just have to show us that you have been vaccinated. Um, if you are medically unable for some reason, to get the vaccine if you have an exemption. Um, obviously, you do not have to show us a vaccine card, but you do have to provide a vaccine uh, or a negative COVID-19 test that was taken <laughs> within um, that was taken within 72 hours of the opening of the con. Okay. Let this be so, proof. Let um, this be proof. There you go. Um, and that applies to mm -hmm. uh, all the way down to kids well, basically to any uh, adult. So sure, sure. kids 12 and under, obviously that does not apply to, uh, the negative COVID test applies to them. Right. Um, unless they're two or younger and then, it, and then they're good as long as their parent has been vaccinated. Um, but it does apply to the kids who can get vaccines now. Uh, so what, 12 and over. So like my my 13 year old was able to get vaccinated. Are you the first, you seem to be the first con in the shoot after the, uh, yeah. pretty much. You're kind of the guinea pig on this. And by uh, the way. Washington my, Summer Con okay. happened. Um, and uh, my husband and my son went and they said it was it was packed. It was crazy. They were, they, they it was down at the Puyallup Fairgrounds and they filled the parking lot and it was, there were tons of people. Wow. Um, and I know that they did have COVID restrictions in place, mm -hmm. but I don't know exactly what, I don't know if they were checking vaccine status or not. I think we're kind of the first one uh, out of the mm -hmm. shoot who's really issued a COVID policy. Right. Um, well. And it was, we talked a lot about it 
uh, my staff about, you know, what exactly were we going to require? Um, and for the most part, the response has been positive. Um, gotten a lot of people who've said, thank you. Um, this makes me way more comfortable. Mm -hmm. I'm really happy about this. Um, I've had a few people who've been upset. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I've had a, you know, I've, I've, I've been accused of violating mm -hmm. HIPAA more than once, um, mm -hmm. which by the way, is not true. <laughs> um, and, uh, also, uh, been, I got somebody who decided to tell me that requiring people, because there are a group of people that consider the COVID vaccine to be experimental, mm -hmm. and that is in violation of the Nuremberg Accords. Oh, oh goodness. So yeah, I've been accused of committing a war crime. I, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, oh, okay. um, it's been interesting. Uh, but for the most part, everybody has been really positive. Mm -hmm. People who don't want to comply have just said, I'm not going to come this year. Okay. And that's fine. I right. you know I, but I, you know, we have to do what we can to keep, and it's not just about the attendees. It's about my staff, Yeah, which is a Absolutely. huge concern for me. You know, I, I can't, I'm not going to ask my staff to put themselves in danger. I mean, right. my staff has, I think, I'm pretty sure everyone at this point has been vaccinated. Um, that's a requirement mm -hmm. for my staff as well. Um, but that was a huge thing. Um, I guess the one thing I didn't know, I didn't mention about the policy, we are, so we're not requiring masks if you've been vaccinated. You are still welcome to mm -hmm. wear them. Um, in all likelihood, though, we'll, there will be a number of my staff who probably will wear them all weekend um, sure. just for, and with the Delta variant, um, yeah. you know, it's like, uh, it's a little questionable. Well, let me just, just say that uh, this is, of course, my personal opinion, but, you know, good job for you. I, I know this oh, yeah. was Thanks. controversial. You Thanks. you went out, I mean, you really, you, you're kind of the person to shoot. You did this. You put a stake in the ground. I think it's the right move. It's a really hard thing to, I mean, and it, it, the hardest thing is like, you know, it, mm -hmm. we're all volunteers, right? Who get paid for this? Right. <laughs> this is, so, but yet I'm in charge. So and I'm not just the convention director, I'm the president of Dragonflight too. So there's an ex, there's another, and I'm a board member. So there's like a couple extra layers of responsibility there. Um, and I, it's, it's like, you know, you, you go back and forth about the right thing to do and you, you want to do the right thing. You want to keep people safe, but you don't want to infringe. And you, you know, it's like you go back and forth with yourself. What's the best thing? What's the best thing? And at a certain point you just have to go, here's what we're going to do. And there are some people who are going to be angry at me and yeah. that's okay. I, I have seen, I, I've looked at the social media, Dragonflight social media, and I have seen some ugly people out there. Yes. Some ugly people. I had you to know do what? A, you know what? I had to do a little smackdown yeah. a little well, earlier in the year. Yeah. I had to pull out the mom right. voice. Uh, well, um, and you know what? They don't have to show up. And you know, I'm glad. I think this is a filtering process for a-holes that we don't need. So. Um, good for you. Thank you. <laughs> I, it's, it's been, uh, yeah, it's, it's been interesting. I remember again, it, I've had way less angry focused at me than, than I was expecting. I was expecting a lot more cranky. 
So <laughs> I got a lot more happy than a lot more cranky. Well, you know, I, I think Paul can agree with me. I think a lot of folks that, you know, we game with are, you know, we believe in science. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. We, so we're a little but, progressive on these things, you know, so mm -hmm. yeah. There, it's, a, it's interesting with the, the folks that, that are around that are progressive are tend to be very progressive, right? Yes. The ones who aren't really aren't. Yeah. Um, and, and, and there's a, there's a significant, I, we could talk more about who those people yeah. are and how I see that falling, but I don't want to do generalities because that's not always true. Yeah. Well, you can join us on our, working so around the general public all of the time, and there's always going to be people, people that are unhappy. Oh yeah. No matter what you do. Oh yeah. No, no, no. I know that. Well, and that, that's. <laughs> And and this is what year seven for me yeah. <laughs> running the convention. I have officially uh, doubled, double outlasted anybody else who's ever wow. run Dragonflight. No one else has ever done more than three years in a row. Wow. Um, I've been. I sense. told the board like last year. I said, "You do understand that this Dragonflight belongs to me now. This is mine." <laughs> <laughs> so so Amy, let's talk about the actual like what is going on in these three days. Uh, okay. Maybe you can tell us what's going on in each room and everything. So well, um, obviously we you know we're still at the beginning planning stages. So there's a there's a lot of different there's a lot of things that sure. you know we don't know yet. Um, because we're going to be in October, we're not going to have the boffer tourney probably because yeah. you, we can't assume the weather will be conducive to being outside. So yeah. unfortunately, that will go by the wayside this year which is sad but it's kind of necessary because i can't guarantee it's not going to be rainy and gross outside um let's see uh we will have the family uh activity area which will be in redmond room again probably downstairs right off of uh, registration mm -hmm. so the kid game library will be in there there'll be dress up stuff books coloring you know, all kinds of stuff for families to kind of go in and, and do. Hopefully we'll get some uh, scheduled family gaming going on in there. Um, <laughs> with the with the lack of conventions and everything, the extra time people have had, uh, Kickstarter has been hopping when it comes to game designers yeah. in the last 12 to 18 months. <laughs> and we have added a significant number of games. Wow. To our library. Significant. Mm -hmm. So our lending library this year, not just in the family activities area, but in the regular game library is going to be humongous. Right. Cool. And the games um, library will be in the same place, I assume. The game library? Yeah. It yeah. I I moving forward, we ha we're having conversations about relocating the library and and a lot of open gaming out into the covered garage area. But it's, it'll be too cold for that in October. Yeah. Uh, so because we just need more space and there's nowhere else for us to grow. Um, but again, next year, this year, the game library will still be uh, in the in the main ballroom area. Right. Um, and there'll be one or two open tables there for gaming. But then we'll try to put open tables everywhere we can for open tables. to be able to just stop and play. Um, we never have enough, it seems, but we do our best. Um, 
open gaming uh, downstairs by the, well, scheduled and open, kind of a mix. You need to look, obviously, there's always a game schedule posted on the table so you can see when tables are open and when they've been reserved. Um, so we'll, we'll be doing that. Uh, the Alexandria Game Library will be back. Yay. Um, I've already talked to them. So they'll be back with us again this year in their normal spot on the first floor behind the elevator bay. Um, we are having an auction this year. Auction intake will be in the normal space, which is King County one on the first floor. But the actual auction will move up to Skyview. Um, okay. I decided that because that gives us room to spread out and not have to pack everybody into King County one and two. Yeah. Which, even though with the restrictions, feels a little, mm -hmm. you're too close to me, <laughs> back up. Mm -hmm. So it'll let us spread out a little bit, I think, which will be good. Um, and it's potentially going to be a very large auction. Um, Steve Graham, who was a very essential part of Dragonflight, passed uh, back in of mine. Yeah. 2019. Yeah. And I have been helping his sister and his mother go through his stuff to try and, you know, get stuff dealt with. Mm -hmm. We have, so we currently have Steve's whole game library um, that will be auctioned <laughs> oh, boy. one way or another. Uh, I mean, there are a handful of games that Dragonflight uh, is making an outright offer to his family for All right. to add to our library, but it's close to 300 games. Jeez. Um, wow. So that will all be going in the auction. Um, so that right there, that's starting. That's a huge, I mean, and then whatever else people have decided to clean out of their closets that they want to bring for the auction this year. Right. So I potentially could be a huge giant auction that could take way longer than normal. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Um, in addition to that, I believe, and I haven't, we've talked about it i haven't confirmed with his sister and his mom but they'll actually they're going to be here in august um and we'll talk about it but we've also gone through steve's storage uh and we've cataloged and organized all the books um and you know it's a question about how do we effectively just get rid of all of these like what do mm -hmm. we do with them um half price books is a difficult concept right now because they're taking like two boxes at a time yeah <laughs> And we're talking about close to 2000 books. Wow. Um, but Steve's interests and those interests of many Dragonflight participants overlap, as I'm sure you could imagine. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think what we're going to do is have a book sale at the con um, where we'll have Steve's stuff um, available to purchase. And then all that money will go to his his family. <clears throat> wow. So. Yeah. And then whatever's left over, we'll, we'll deal with if we have to take stuff to half price books or whatnot. But I think a lot of what he has um, will be popular and easily movable uh, amongst our attendees. So there will be a, a Steve Graham Memorial section of the auction and a Steve Graham Memorial <laughs> book <laughs> sale. Um, let's see, what else are we doing? Um, RPGs. We're gonna try something different this year. Um, so normally we have Vancouver Cascades and Chelan up behind the bar. Yeah. Uh, those rooms where we have most of the RPGs scheduled. RPG players 
are an interesting group. Um, some of the people who run RPGs don't want to be next to the, this other person who runs an RPG. They're like, they're too loud. I don't want to sit next to them. Yeah. And I mean, some I RPGs can be very Paul, loud. I guess, I guess <laughs> some RPGs can be loud and that's disturbing to other RPGs that are not. So I'm going to talk to the hotel and my hope is that instead of, we normally run 10 general RPG tables. So my hope is that those tables are going to be rooms. So what we're going to do is we're going to have the hotel move the beds out of the rooms and put oh, tables. Okay. So okay. Each room will be an individual RPG. Wow. Table. Clever. Wow. So you don't have to listen huh. to anybody's conversation about whatever their RPG is doing. Mm -hmm. You've got your own room. You've got your own thing. You can, you're, it's quiet or it's loud. You don't have to worry about disturbing anybody else or being disturbed by anybody else. Um, so I'm hoping that's going to work. Um, it costs us a little bit of money, but I think in the long run, it might work out best and it might make everybody happy. What do you look at? I mean, how many rooms are you thinking about? 10. Wow. One okay. for each table. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, and, ob and then obviously D&D &D and Pathfinder are their own thing and they're all yeah. playing the same type of game. So we don't worry about putting them in the same room together. These are the individual tables, you know, where you've got varying uh, games happening, but they're all sure. RPG. Um, it also means that those games, those rooms open up to be used for not just RPG, but for things like story games. Okay. Mm -hmm. So there's a little more flexibility uh, involved. Because like putting a story game at a table next to a bunch of RPG tables in the same room doesn't really work as well. Yeah. This is a you know, sure. noise level and, and stuff. Um, it also gives us some flexibility when it comes to things like two rooms and a boom. Uh, you know, we we then have we're like, oh, well, we're going to use these two RPG rooms for the two rooms in a boom, um, because often that's a difficult, you know, because they need two distinct spaces. Um, so we'll see how that works out. Um, beyond that, I mean, it's kind of the standard, you know, the general gaming will be in the ballroom. Um, I think we'll do we'll put. Uh, a lot of the war games will end up in Kirkland again. That seemed to work well, having that as a war game annex. Um, some will obviously still end up in the ballroom as well, but some of those games are, you know, they set up once and they're, they run all weekend. So they need a place where they can just permanently be. <clears throat> um, moving the auction up to Skyview also means that we have King County two and three for the whole weekend, we don't have to vacate King County two for the auction setup. Um, so in all likelihood, either Pathfinder or some of the D&D will end up down there uh, because they won't be in Skyview like they've been. So there's going to be a little flip flopping going on, um, but I think it'll work out OK. Um, it's just going to be different. And then in August in next year, we're kind of we're kind of back to are normal, although some of the changes in locations might stick depending on how things work out. Right. We're always trying to find the best. I, I assume the vendors are going to be at the same place. Do you have any idea which vendors have been approved at this point? I haven't approved any vendors at this point. So my vendor coordinator is in, uh, she's out of the country with her 
um, with her military unit. So oh. <laughs> I don't have a vendor coordinator this year, so I'm kind of doing the job. I have someone to run the room when we're okay there, but the, the pre-work is I'm handling right now. Okay. Um, so we haven't, I haven't opened vendor applications yet. I'm not going to do that until uh, the 19th of this month. Okay. So okay. then that'll be open. I've had inquiries from people, Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I haven't taken any applications and haven't approved anybody yet. I probably won't. Uh, we'll take applications for, you know, four to six weeks and then make decisions. Um, so I have, I mean, I, I know that Dragonstorm will be back um, in all likelihood, Zuccotti. Uh, who else? Around the table, maybe? Um, I don't know. Okay. Maybe I haven't talked to Tim. Or games Plus or. Yeah, I again haven't right. haven't spoken to any of them. I mean, I think it's likely okay. that a lot of our standards will probably be back. Um, okay. But again, it I don't know yet, um, sure. and I don't know how a lot of people came through the pandemic, and you yeah. know who decided not to continue and who stuck with it. Um, the vendor, it's. I belong to a number of vendor groups because I'm also, I have a vendor, I'm a vendor, but um, mm -hmm. mine is a hobby business and a lot of people, right. this is what they do for a living and a lot of them had to change. I know there are a number of vendors on the groups I'm in that like they were so successful doing online only that they're not going to come back to cons at all. They're like, why? Wow. It's a huge hassle. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's a huge expense and I'm making as much money online as I was doing cons. So again, we've had a number of inquiries and I have the folks from last year that, and they'll be getting a notice from me, letting them know that the applications will be open on the 19th and then we'll see how many we get. And we'll so what about uh, our organizations that uh, we typically see there like Playtest Northwest, will we see them? Maybe I've been in contact with Playtest Northwest. They are raring to come back. Um, Great. So as far as I know, they'll be back with, and they'll be in their same little area when you mm -hmm. come in the ballroom. Um, we love to have them. Um, outside of that, you know, our, the organizations kind of vary on a year to year basis. Um, um, I know, uh, OrcaCon is not attending as an organization anymore. Um, uh, I think, um, we've had game to grow in the past and hopefully Adam and Adam will be back, uh, with game mm -hmm. to grow. Um, they're a really good organization, um, and I really like to have them back. Uh, outside of that, I mean, I you know, it's it's whoever contacts me and says they're interested, um, and and then us having whether we have space for them or not. Right. So, which is of course with us is always at a premium. Sure. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So you know, lots of things the same, lots of things different, and it's yep. just gonna be a play by ear kind of thing for a lot of it, figuring out. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting because I, I mean, I couldn't tell you, I know we're, we're still doing OrcaCon. I couldn't tell you how many people are going to show up. I mean, this, the <laughs> pandemic just really threw a giant monkey wrench into everything. And so mm -hmm. it's a big you unknown. Just, you just don't know what people's mm -hmm. comfort level is. Um, right. You know, who still wants to do that, who doesn't. You know, and you don't know how that's going to, not just this year, but how that's going to affect us moving forward. 
yeah. you know, we're, we're, if we hit 500 people, I'll be ecstatic. And that's about half of what we were running prior. Right. So, you know, I'm like, great. 500 is great. Um, will we go more than that? Who knows? Right. I, right. Who knows? Know. I mean, it's possible as we get into the fall and people are more people have finished their vaccinations and they're, they're ready to go and they're, they're comfortable because things have been happening. And so they've been going to more things. And so they're more comfortable. And so then they're like, Oh, well, okay. I'm okay to do this. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> just no way to know. Got to just kind of hope for the best, but yeah, that's part of the reason we moved to October. It gives people a little more time. All right. All right. A little more. Not, not, and since you moved to October, I can actually go because I'll be out of the country. Yeah. <laughs> out of the country out of the state. You weren't going to be able to come? I wasn't. Yeah, in August. No. So now I can. So now I can. Well, that's good. I'm sorry that uh, neither of your boys is going to make it. Yeah, it makes me sad. Um, eh, next year. Next year. Yeah. <laughs> Life happens. It certainly does. They get older. They've grown up in that con. Uh, I know. I know. Mine just. Mine, mine's going to turn 21 in August, and I, oh, wow. I don't know how that happened. Wow. I don't know how uh, I have a 21-year-old. Still, Paul, do you have any? Yeah, we got, I pretty much covered my questions. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, the, if folks want to read it, the COVID policy is on the website, so they can certainly go to the website and check that. Um, and there are links to Tabletop on the website as well if they want to register. Mm -hmm. Um, or if they're interested in hosting a game, all the and information um, Dragonflight.org. That is correct. Yeah. So, so Amy, how do we uh, how do we get a hold of you? Uh, what are the different social media um, um, stuff that you have for Dragonflight? Facebook, um, which is under Dragonflight Convention. Um, we do have a Twitter, but it's not real active. I'm still trying to recruit a social media person for the con. Um, <clears throat> we're on Discord now, uh, which is under Dragonflight Convention as well, I believe. Um, and we're going to try to utilize that a little more for, uh, for things like information to go out to our game hosts and stuff. We're going to try to utilize Discord for that as well as an easy way to get a hold of people. Um, and then there's also the website, obviously, um, and email. So you can email info at dragonflight.org. You can email registration at dragonflight.org. You can email convention director at dragonflight.org. <laughs> and they'll go uh, to the same, the same person, I imagine. <laughs> uh, I see everything that comes through <laughs> all of the email addresses. So yes, you're more than likely are gonna get me uh who answers your emails for info or for registration because i also don't know if i have a registration manager this year oh, um, no. staff's been a little you know things fell apart and people fell away so i'm we're a little short on staff this year so i'm working on i'm working on that um if what people are interested in volunteering <laughs> we would love that um volunteering either before the con during the con or both and they can email volunteers at dragonflight.org. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, Andrea is my wonderful volunteer coordinator. Um, and if you're interested in a staff position, I have a number of those that are available as well. So I would love to talk to anybody who is interested in getting involved in running cons and learning how things work. 
Like I said, I need a reg manager. Um, the majority of that responsibility happens at the con itself, running reg desk. I need a social media manager. I need a marketing manager. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, if folks are interested and want to get involved, um, I've got, uh, I got things that they can do. So. All right. Well, thanks yeah. a lot, Amy. And oh, just sure. let people, people know out there, uh, Paul and I and Rebeculous, who cannot make it today, uh, we'll be at the convention. Yeah. Uh, to, again, reminder, October 29, 30, and 31 at the Bellevue Hilton. Mm -hmm. And Geeks of Cascadia is going to be your audio program, if you will. So we'll have, um, <laughs> we'll have our podcast uh, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, and then we'll do um, probably a wrap-up Sunday. So cool. if you want to know what's going on on that, on that particular day uh, at uh, Dragonflight, listen to us, and we'll tell you uh, what's going on, what's being played, kind of the highlights. Um, and, and hopefully maybe we can get Amy if we, she's probably going to be stressed out, but maybe Amy will be on there <laughs> or maybe, uh, designee. fingers crossed, fingers crossed, uh, because we love being your, um, official unofficial podcast for love it. <laughs> Dragon Flight <laughs> love yeah, it. That we've done each year. So thank Yay. you. Martin. Yep. Great. So, awesome. Uh, and, uh, you take care. I will. You too. And we will see you at Dragonfly. Yes, Definitely. you will. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Bye. This section of the podcast is brought to you by Around the Table, Linwood's premier game store and hangout for game lovers of all ages. Buy a game, play one of ours, or join us for a drink. Whichever you choose, you'll have a great time. Around the Table Game Pub. Now back to our show. Oh, my gosh. Um, I really wish I was there for that. I'm really sad that I missed that interview. That looked really cool. You guys got to uh, have a nice uh, little conversation with her and I wish yeah, I could have been there. He's great. Amy knows what she's doing. And here's looking forward to the convention together. Looking forward to the convention. Yes. Um, and to our and just to let the the our subscribers know we do have subscribers, surprisingly. Um, please stay with us. We we are trying to do better on getting these. Uh, again, it is, a lot of this is based upon content. We're hoping that when we go to OrcCon. Uh, or, and, and Dragonflight and these other conventions that we're going to run into. Game designers we usually do, and being here in the Pacific Northwest, we do run into quite a bit of them. We do. Um, just like, you know, go in the men's room and there's right there, you know. I know. I find, that, I find that all the time when I go to the men's yeah. room. All, all the, the time. time. Usually they just mm -hmm. don't even pay any attention to me. They just, you know, but yeah. It's true. Well, you, no, we'll spend you know, a lot of time it's in great the when we run out of toilet paper. They go, you know, hey, Rebeculous, I'm out of toilet paper. You and I don't have a, a square to spare. Yeah. Oh, I would <laughs> never hand a roll over. You don't know women very well. You get a square. I get the rest of the roll. Just a square. Jeez. That's a square. Sorry. Um, but that's a Seinfeld reference more, for anyone who's old enough. Okay. One at a time uh, here. We're hoping to get some more podcasting in. Yes. And we got some, and we got some, uh, probably some more game reviews that we could probably do, and definitely we can. Uh, I, I, I have a, like a, a list of things that I, I, I purchased that I wanted to play, but then the pandemic happened. Yeah, we oh, got to play some. Thing. We got to play some games. We got to play we some do. games, you guys. Some actual games. We, like... We've been playing D and D. Unfortunately, our game got canceled. Oh. Yeah, I, I showered very, and everything, man. I was ready. I showered. Unhappy. I sat very down. Unhappy. I logged on, and who's there? Still, Just Paul. Me. 
and just nobody waiting, else waiting for people who, to, to give them the bad news oh. didn't talk to bill at all it's no. not good technology i, I mean out. you know this whole pandemic thing like this is pretty cool being able to zoom as you know when we want but then i mean there's there's ups and downs to both. Like yes. I realized that I like the zooming for certain things, but I, I also do. really like the in-person, uh, obviously. Well, well with the in-person, there's cats. The in-person, we have cats. We have like four cats when we're in person <laughs> at our DM's house. Uh, but the zooming, obviously I can just mm -hmm. wear my Simpsons boxer shorts and not have to oh, worry yeah. about I mean, I, leaving I'm the house. The waist down right now. That's okay. Time to go. Bye everybody. That's great. <laughs> I'm full tube. <laughs> What? Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to doing a review of uh, Dungeon the Mad Mage. That's going to be yes, me too. Awesome. It's fun. I mean, because we're oh, going all the way to 20th level. At least that's the hope. Anyway, so. Are we okay? Oh wow! Cool. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, I I don't think I have anything. Does anyone have anything interesting? Well, there's not much. I'm going to orchidon.org and um, get your badge and book your room at a discount. Get the executive level if that's still left. Mm -hmm. That's free mm -hmm. breakfast. I'm raising my hand because I have a question. Yes, what's your question? So, what if somebody gets their room and gets their ticket and uh, and it's a no go because of well, COVID? Then, um, you're just reserving the room. You're going to cancel that. Okay. OrcaCon badge. I don't know if there's refunds or not. They probably roll it over. I know Dragon they probably roll it over. Or there's information on the website. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's all current and whatnot. Okay. Yes. Cool. Orcacon.org. Check it out. It's January, plenty of time. Yeah. yeah. For the uh the 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 E variant to come out. Yeah, right. E God. I mean the Q variant by the time Q variant, October rolls around. COVID COVID twenty one. Jeez. Sure. Ooh. Bro, someone should make stop a game. That. Just stop that now. Someone should make a game. By the way. I think they did. I think there's actually several. Probably. I, I yeah. chose not to select that for any game reviews because that's just, yeah, it's not something I wish to focus on. Well, um, I guess I don't have anything else. I can't wait to see you guys again. I can't wait to see you either um, when, when we see people again. Yes. So with that, <laughs> we will be the table at Dragonflight with all with the big crowd around it because of our interviews with gaming stars that's yes. that's where we'll be that's where they can find us at dragon right. Flight, right yeah and that's october 29th the 30th and 31st yes hopefully david gerard will be there because he always likes to talk to us <laughs> and i mean you'll be able to like finish like on the 31st and still have time for trick-or-treating right um, sure yeah, you will. I guess if that's Absolutely. Your, your jam. I'm just Absolutely. Don't you like to get free candy from strangers? I don't, don't you like still trick or treat, or people in general? Well, uh, <laughs> I think I should shut this down now. So <laughs> embrace the nerd, and I hope you make that saving. Me too. I do. Oh.